Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Cathedral of St. Patrick. It is Wednesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time, and it is the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. Our celebrant this morning is Monsignor Lamort, and this Mass is offered for Angelina Amabile. Please join in singing All Creatures of Our God and King, number 410, in the Blue St. Michael hymnal. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries on this memorial of St. Francis of Assisi, let us begin by recalling our sins and asking our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O oh God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility. Grant that by walking in Francis's footsteps, we may follow your son and through joyful charity come to be united with you through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Nehemiah. In the month of Nisan of the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when the wine was in my charge, I took some and offered it to the king. I had never before been sad in his presence, and the king asked me, why do you look so sad? If you are not sick, you must be sad at heart. Though I was seized with great fear, I answered the king, May the king live forever. How can I not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been eaten out by fire? The king asked me, what is it then that you wish? I prayed to the God of heaven and then answered the king, if it please the king 
And if your servant is deserving of your favor, send me to Judah, to the city of my ancestors' graves, to rebuild it. Then the king and the queen, seated beside him, asked me how long my journey would take and when I would return. I set a date that was acceptable to him, and the king, and the king agreed that I might go. I asked the king further, if it pleased the king, let letters be given to me for the governors of the west of Euphrates, that they may afford me safe conduct until I arrive in Judah. Also, a letter for Asaph, the keeper of the royal park, that he may give me wood for timbering the gates of the temple citadel for the city wall and the house that I shall occupy. The king granted my request for the favoring hand of my God was upon me. The word of the Lord. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. By the streams of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. On the aspens of that land we hung our harps. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. Though there are captors asked of us the lyrics of our songs, and our despoilers urge us to be joyous, sing for us the songs of Zion. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. How could we sing a song of the Lord in a foreign land? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand be forgotten. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. May my tongue cleave to my palate if I remember you not, if I place not Jerusalem ahead of my joy. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus and his disciples were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, let the dead bury their dead. 
but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to my family at home. Jesus answered him, no one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the great saint Francis of Assisi, who has been described throughout history as one of the greatest disciples of the saints that has conformed himself to Jesus Christ, to the gospel, to being most like the way Jesus asks us to be. And it's important for us to know a bit of him, and besides, he's always associated with the, with the little animals and everything, which is beautiful and it's part of his story, but there's so much more that we must know of this great saint who in the 1200s, and he was born in the late 1100s and to the 12th in the 13th century, he basically was born from a very wealthy family in Assisi in Italy, and at first loved all the, the, everything that brought, all the privilege it brought. Also, he was known to be th that, that young man in, in the whole social circle of the time that was the one that would lead everyone else to the parties and, and to that type of lifestyle until he had his conversion and everything changed drastically for him. And now he gave everything up, all of his privileges, everything, and he went out to proclaim the gospel in, in such a way that he lived the poverty that Jesus describes in today's gospel, where even foxes and, and birds have places to be and to live, and, and he doesn't. And from then on became his mission that of course, because he was so charismatic and he was so filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit, he began to attract other young men. Eventually, he also attracted St. Clair to begin the order for, for women who became the Franciscan sisters to go out into the world to proclaim the kingdom of God, just as Jesus said. And by doing so, he, 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 he did in such a way that he helped the poor, he helped those in need, he, he, he brought the kingdom to so many people that had never heard of, uh, of God's uh, word, even in distant lands. He, he basically uh, did everything that needed to happen for the kingdom of God to be spread throughout Europe, but even in, in, in some areas of the Middle East in a time in which the church was going through darkness. And in, he then goes to uh, Pope, the Pope at the time, Pope Innocent III, and asks for his order to be something made official, which was revolutionary at the time. They would have never, that, a type of order like that in which they were basically all looking like beggars and, and being beggars and to a certain extent, going out representing the church in the world was something that at first was to the Pope something that we repulsive in a way. And he even kicked them out of, of his meeting. But the Pope that night, he after after meeting with Saint Francis, Pope uh, the Innocent III, he had a dream. He had a dream in which he saw Saint Francis holding up 
the the walls of the St. John Lateran, which where he was the the main cathedral at the time, St. John Lateran, the the Basilica of St. John Lateran, that was crumbling down, and he was holding it up. And after that, he called him back and he said, yes, please start your order with all of the permission of the Vatican. Because he realized that the Holy Spirit had sent St. Francis of Assisi in a time of darkness. The church has always in the history of the church has gone through high times and times where everything is filled with light and, and, and beauty and other times of darkness and all types of problems. And yet the Holy Spirit, as Jesus promised us, is always in charge. And he has always sent saints like St. Saint Francis of Assisi to usher in new eras and to, and to help others and to help all of us as a church to, to wake up and to, and to be filled with the Holy Spirit ourselves. And St. Francis of Assisi did that. And, 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 and through his life to this day, 800 years later, he is still moving our hearts. And, and as St. Francis of Assisi also lived his life, he, he had the stigmata. He, he was basically just filled with God's love. And 800 years later, and after everything that the Franciscans have done throughout the centuries, his spirit is still alive. As a matter of fact, if you go to Assisi, it's like he's there. It's like going back in time because his spirit is so there that you fit, you're, you're filled with his peace in that beautiful place. And let us remember then also that today is the beginning of the Synod. And on this day, uh, the Synod begins until October 29th. And when, when these important things in our church happen, we must always trust first and foremost in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's promises that he will be there. And many times when, when things are happening in the church, especially in our day and age, in which we love to, to come up with all these theories and, 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 and like to write a lot of things in social media and read all types of things that anyone can write, we, we, we can never lose focus on, 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 on things and, and, and just know and trust in the whole, that the Holy Spirit is, 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 is in charge. And our job as Catholics, if we really want to be helpful, is to pray. To pray that the Holy Spirit may illuminate every bishop that's there. We pray for Cardinal Dolan that's in the city. Of course, we pray for Pope Francis. We pray for anyone that's going to be there giving talks or presenting. We pray for, for those that may not even have the right ideas that, that, they, that somehow only the right ideas come into, into effect. We pray with trust that the Holy Spirit may be in charge so, so that truly uh, the, the God's will may be done as always in our church and, and, and that any darkness may, may be filled with light. So it, that's, that's how we begin today with the Synod. And we pray to St. Francis of Assisi that he may intercede in the same way that he has always interceded for, for the church since the 1200s, that he may intercede today on his feast day as the Synod begins, that the Holy Spirit may illuminate everything that will be done. So as a church, we do God's wills in everything. God bless you. And now, let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for the church 
may the Holy Spirit provide courage and strength so that all may respond fully and faithfully to Christ's call of discipleship. In a special way, we pray for the Holy Spirit to illuminate every aspect of the Synod. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For greater respect for love, for life from conception through natural death, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who suffer because of their allegiance to Jesus. May God instill in them the fire to continue bearing witness to the gospel. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the members of this worshiping community, may the grace of God help us to follow in the footsteps of saints such as St. Francis of Assisi. And in a special way, we pray for all of the Franciscan uh, orders of the world. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, especially for the soul of Angelina, may Christ bring them to eternal life at the heavenly banquets. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father of mercy and love, we thank you for your goodness. We offer these petitions through your Son, Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. As we bring you these offerings, O Lord, we pray that we may be rightly disposed for the celebration of the mystery of the cross, which St. Francis so ardently embraced through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For in the marvelous confession of your saints, you make your church fruitful with strength ever new and offer us sure signs of your love and that your saving mysteries may be fulfilled. Their great example lends us courage. Their fervent prayers sustain us in all we do. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks 
as in exaltation we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, Saint Patrick, St. Francis of Assisi, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life 
and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father, who art, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not, I am not worthy that you should enter, enter under, under my roof, my roof but, but only say the, say the word, word and my soul, and my shall, soul be healed. Please join in singing Prayer of St. Francis, which is number 724 in the blue St. Michael hymnal, number 724. Sure. 
Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord, through these holy gifts which we have received, that imitating the charity and apostolic zeal of St. Francis, we may experience the effects of your love and spread them everywhere for the salvation of all, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And have a beautiful day, everyone. Please join in singing Let All Things Now Living, number 612 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal. <laughs>